everyone, and welcome back to Broken Vessels Mended by God podcast. And I'm so happy to have you here. My name is Ruth Douthit. I'm a teacher of God's Word, and I started this podcast so that I could share with you the things that I have gleaned from studying God's Word. And we have been uh, studying the book of John lately, the Gospel of John, the I Am Sayings of Jesus in the Seek Him Bible Study. It's based off the Seek Him prayer journal that I released earlier this year, back in February. And you can find that on Amazon, where I go through 25 prayers of hope based on the I Am Sayings of Jesus. And so I thought I would share with you all that I've learned. We have looked at I Am the Resurrection and the Life, and today we are going to look at the I Am the Way, the Truth, and the Life saying of Jesus found in John chapter 14. So get comfortable, find a comfortable chair, your favorite beverage, like a cup of coffee, open your Bible to the Gospel of John, and let's get ready to learn more about Jesus in this Lesson 6 of the Seek Him Bible Study. The Way, the Truth, and the Life In John chapter 12, it says, So Jesus said to them, The light is among you for a little while longer. While Walk while you have the light, lest darkness overtake you. The one who walks in the darkness does not know where he is going. I've learned a lot about grief since 2016. One important thing I learned from grief is how it fogs your mind. Clear thinking suddenly becomes muddled. In her article, Healing Your Brain After Loss, How Grief Rewrites the Brain, Dr. Lisa M. Schulman from the American Brain Foundation explained that grief and loss, various kinds of grief and loss, affect the brain and how we think. Traumatic loss causes the mind to go into survival mode. Grief, therefore, changes memory, behavior, sleep, and body function. All these changes can affect the immune system and the heart. Foggy brain syndrome from grief is due to the effects on our cognition. This is why in grief support groups we suggest those who have begun a new grief journey see their doctor for a complete physical. Early in my grief journey, I became so frustrated by all the mistakes I made at work and how forgetful I had become. What was happening to me? Well, grief changes the brain and how we think. It changes how we process everything. Grief can make us feel alone in the dark. I think that's why I cling to the verses in the Bible about the light and the way through the light. In John 12, we learned Jesus reminded his followers that his light would one day leave the earth. Without that light, we will walk in darkness, and those who walk in darkness do not know where they are going. Jesus is the way to get through the darkness. He said in John 12, the one in darkness. As I've written before, I walked in darkness for almost three years, and I don't ever want to be in that place again. 
It's cold and lonely in the dark. It's scary to think someone might be in the darkness watching you, waiting to overcome you. Jesus wanted his followers to know this. Without him, we are in darkness. But with him, we have the light to show us the way. I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father but through me. I praise Jesus for bringing me back into his light, especially the light of his word found in the Gospel of John. I praise him that although I remain in grief, he continues to heal my mind. I think more clearly now that I understand what grief does to the brain. I see Jesus more clearly now that I study his word. I thank Jesus each day for showing me the way, the truth, and the life. One thing I learned in running is that changing course takes effort. We see that with ships at sea, race car driving, and just truck driving. Learning a new route takes persistence and concentration because sometimes our brain is just so used to going in one direction. The help we need is there for us. Because my grief overwhelmed me at times, I had to seek counseling to cope with it and change my thinking. God used my counselor to teach me how to think differently, and I learned new coping strategies that are healthy and effective. As a result, I am coping with grief in a healthy way, and my thinking is clearer. I have learned to adjust to the new route that God has me on. Think about the disciples of Jesus for a moment. Think about all the changes they experienced when they met Jesus. They left behind their jobs, their livelihoods, their homes, and families to follow Jesus, a total stranger who did and said amazing things. But still, they didn't really know him that well. But Jesus understood that his disciples had courage enough to leave everything behind and change course. He walked with them as they learned this new route that would ultimately lead to his death and theirs. As the way, the truth, and the life, Jesus equipped his disciples with everything they would need to serve God. In John 12, 39-40, this passage referenced Isaiah 44, 18. Therefore they could not believe, for again Isaiah said, He has blinded their eyes and hardened their heart, lest they see with their eyes and understand with their heart, and turn, and I would heal them. But not everyone who heard Jesus believed. They remained in darkness because God had blinded their eyes. Their minds remained foggy, not from grief, but from pride. John goes on in John 12 to say, Isaiah said these things because he saw his glory and spoke of him. Nevertheless, many, even of the authorities, believed in him, but for fear of the Pharisees, they did not confess it, so that they would not be put out of the synagogue. For they loved the glory that comes from man more than the glory that comes from God. Some believed in Jesus but were afraid to follow the way. Why? They loved glory from men more than glory from God. 
I said before about how our minds become foggy from grief and trauma, but sin also clouds our minds and changes how we think. We begin to focus on things in the world. We take our eyes off Jesus and allow ourselves to fall in love with the things of this world, even though we know this world is passing away. Remember, it takes courage to change directions and follow a new way. It takes persistence and concentration to learn a new route. At times, it may seem impossible. Some grief is so traumatic, it feels impossible to overcome. Some sin is so overpowering, deliverance seems impossible. But with God, all things are possible. In John 14, Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. Remember, it started off with Thomas saying, Lord, we do not know where you are going. How can we know the way? And I love this verse in the Gospel of John because it reveals so much about us in light of Jesus. Without him, we do not know the way. Notice how Peter didn't interrupt and say, we can find the way on our own, Thomas. He didn't say that. No one said a word to answer Thomas's question because no one had the answer. Without Jesus showing us the way, we do not know where we are going. But we try to do things on our own, don't we? We try to find our own way. We convince ourselves that we do know the way even when we don't, and we become stubborn and don't ask for directions. Satan convinces us that we know the way, even though he knows we don't. So you see how we get repeatedly lost over and over? We repeatedly get lost because of this fact. We don't know the way, but our pride convinces us we do. And this pride that surges through our hearts gets us into trouble time and again. When we find ourselves alone in the dark, afraid for our lives, that's when we cry out to God to show us the way. Jesus had provided words of comfort for his disciples and us for when they would find themselves alone and afraid and when we find ourselves alone and afraid. In John 14, 1, Jesus said, Let not your hearts be troubled. Jesus had just reprimanded Peter by foretelling how he would deny Jesus three times. The looks on the disciples' faces must have caused Jesus to utter these words. Do not, let not your hearts be troubled. Their hearts, or thoughts, were troubled by what Jesus had just told Peter in their midst. Maybe they were thinking, if Peter is going to deny Jesus after everything we have been through together, what about the rest of us? Jesus said, let not your hearts be troubled. Believe in God. Believe also in me. In my Father's house are many rooms. If it were not so, would I have told you that I go to prepare a place for you? And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and will take you to myself. There where I am you also may be. Being the good shepherd, Jesus was not about to abandon his sheep. No, he was going to prepare a place for them, a place they could not yet see because God the Father was still preparing the rooms for the disciples and us. These powerful words from Jesus must have confused his disciples even more. 
But these words bring tremendous comfort to me. If Jesus is the way and I already know him, then I know the way. I don't have to guess or try to find the way all by myself. The way to where, you might ask me. The way through life. As you know, there are so many twists and turns in life. Is it any wonder we get lost? Knowing Jesus means knowing the way through life's twists and turns that come upon us suddenly. Financial issues, family issues, grief and bereavement, health issues, trauma, home and car issues, employment issues, faith and spiritual issues. All of these issues can leave us feeling lost in the dark if we do not know the way. Or these issues might cause us to think we can find our own way and leave God, which also leads us to a dead end. Aren't you glad we have a loving, patient God who shows us the way through life? Jesus is our good shepherd who actively searches for his lost sheep and guides us into safety into rest. I know I am grateful for this guidance in my life. I can look back and see his hand over me, protecting me from myself, the world, and the evil one. Because of him, I do know the way. Have the courage to change course. Follow the way to recovery, peace, and joy. Follow the way, the truth, to new life. In other words, follow Jesus. Some reflection questions for you. How does it help you to get through difficult times knowing Jesus is the way? Reflect on a time when you tried to do things your own way. Why is it best for Christians to rely on Jesus rather than themselves? What lessons can Christians take away from what Jesus said to his disciples in John 14? And finally, say a prayer to God, thanking him for the way through life so we aren't abandoned and afraid. Thank you for joining me today. Think about what you learned about Jesus that maybe comforts you or challenges you. And I thank you so much for joining me on this study of John chapter 14. And until next time, God bless.